Hey, hey! Be back, guys. How are we doing? Very well. How are you, Tony? Yeah, I'm doing well, buddy. Doing well. Things are good. You sound yeah. so professional tonight for some reason. Is I it because of the change of scenery? I think it is a change of scenery. We're in a different location. We're sitting opposite each other instead of next to each other for once. And it feels more like an interview. It, it does. Weird. I feel like I'm genuinely being interviewed currently. Yeah. I don't know what job for. It's not great if you're in doing the interview. Oh, it's going to be the shittest job you've ever had. Absolutely. 100%. I'm going to end up a janitor at some fucking like crematorium. Not far off. Yeah. Yeah. Not far off. Which is essentially where I want to end up in I thought, anyway. I thought you would. I was just thinking more so along the lines of, you know, one of the guys that picks through, like sorts through the rubbish at a tip. I thought you were going to say cotton. Oh. <laughs> you were heading down that no, path. No, I wasn't. I saw, I saw the, the no, angling wasn't. of the hands. I wasn't going to go but there. I'll leave it. I wasn't going Let's there. Let's move that, on. That's, that's all you. And you know what? This is Rebels Without a Clue. So here we are for another week and we've brought it, I think, a bit closer to the last time we set something out. What do you mean? Like, in the past few weeks, yeah. we've been delaying our episode releases. Not on purpose, but it's just because, well, life. Yeah. And I feel like this week hasn't been that big a gap between last episode. No, no. Which well, is great. Because it's been, what, maybe just over a week. That's it. That or maybe just on two? No, it's not two. No? No, because it's literally like just under a week and a half. I'm sure someone will comment on that. No doubt. No that. doubt. We'll always cop slack from our listeners. That's to be expected. Yeah, I wouldn't expect any less. No, you wouldn't be either. a rebel if you weren't. That's very true. Yeah. Very, very true. And you know what? I'm going to do something I forgot to do last week. If you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Bullhorn. Bullhorn <laughs> or whatever other podcast platform you use. Oh. And also follow us on our social medias on oh. Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue, Clue podcast. podcast, as well oh, as the Generation Random Network, Network. Po- podcast <laughs> Facebook page, you piece of shit. And on our YouTube page at Rebels Without a clue podcast okay good there work go. you got through it got through it no thanks to you no, thanks to you yeah fucking burping and you've absolutely asked why dropping in blue as can, well can i just say you've spoken like a cowboy tonight for some reason cowboy? you're hooking your words it's How? quite funny i don't know if i catch it again i'll point it out all right please do yes yes yes, yes. all right i want to cowboy yeah anyways moving on fucking um man. so what is the topic for this week. All right, well, look, I think we, as per normal, getting on slightly a delayed, I guess, hot topic. Yep. But um, we finally got around to, uh, well, I finally got around to watching uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, this is the second time I've watched it, um, but I was more than happy to oblige and actually watch it again. And you know what? After watching it tonight, I understand why you felt Correct, correct. It pretty much, I went in expecting a certain thing and it gave me exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Well, I was not disappointed with that movie. It gave me exactly what I was looking for and what I was wanted out of that movie. Mm-hmm. And brilliant. I and was I happy think, with it. You know, initially when we were discussing it and kind of on its pre-release situation and me and you were having that conversation, and I think you explicitly said to me that as long as it has the fights, then I feel like I'm going to be satisfied by that. Exactly. All I wanted was big, colossal monster fights. Oh. And, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> big, colossal monster fights is all I wanted. Colossal and, and monster fu- cocks. Oh, for God's sake. 
There was bear ate bum, but that's yeah, about it. There was bear ate bum and scratching ate bum. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know why they even had to put that in there, but, you know. you know, give, I, I don't mind watching give, a hairy ass get scratched. Yeah, I suppose they had to give King Kong a bit more of a- um, Humanistic feel. Yes. Mm. That thing. And I got that. I think that's initially really kind of kicking into what we were you wanting could, to talk about. Was it just me or did, they, or did the movie feel like that it was very leaning towards getting the audience to kind of to be on Kong's side? Was that? I think that's the, the feel I got at the start. It's like people wanted to, con- they wanted people to connect with Kong. Yeah, and you know, just it, like, but I mean, I'm more of a Godzilla fan. Yeah, so I saw seeing I'm like, really, you're already swaying the audience. Like, no, but I think on, in man. terms of the way they did it, I, I understand initially why they created kind of an empathy towards Kong and kind of building that rapport initially. Um, but then. Obviously, as the movie progressed, there was kind of a bit more of an objective way of interpreting it. I, I felt that was just me because obviously we got a foundation for what Kong's story was. Yeah. Then we started to get an understanding of why Godzilla was turning on the towns. Yeah. And because once of- they provided that basis, it made a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Because at the start, it was kind of like, all right, Godzilla's suddenly gone crazy and he's attacking all these cities and causing all this mass destruction. We don't know why. Yeah. Um, and it kind of made him start to sort of be played out like the bad guy. Yes, you know? absolutely. Like, well, yeah, but Godzilla doesn't... Like, if you've paid attention to the previous two movies, like the first Godzilla and King of Monsters, yeah. he doesn't do shit for no reason. No. There's always a reason it's behind purposeful. what he does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, like, I was already in that sort of mindset, like, he's not the bad guy. Yeah. There's something happening that's caused him to surface. Well, I suppose it sets up the foundations for what the actual movie's about. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, you know, ultimately, they wanted to work towards kind of having Kong and Godzilla going at it. Obviously, that's what everyone went there to see. Mm-hmm. But it was nice enough in terms of the other layer of what the story was just to give it some context. I didn't need to have a deep, in-depth story and analysis this about- This movie doesn't need that. Exactly right. It no really one's going that. for it's, the intention it's to see that. It's super basic. And the fact that we can talk about all these different motives and the way that these characters work without them even uttering a word, just through body language and basically facial expressions, yeah. we're able to tell all this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is like credit to, credit to the mocap team and the CGI team for being able to- show it off and make us be able to sort of depict all this stuff without any bit of dialogue. Yeah, and I know initially we spoke about it quite comprehensively about the size difference initially before actually watching this. Wow, you're really talking like you're in an interview. Why? Very very proper. I'm, I'm avoiding the ums and ahs because we sound like fucking morons <laughs> what are you when, about? when we drop ums and ahs. Yeah, but da, I, da, da, da. Well, if everyone hasn't been able to pick up already, I do cut them out. Yeah, I know. They know that. But it saves they a lot of time. They know that we're startering dogs that go, um, uh, uh. It does, but it saves a lot of time and hassle that you can do the bypassing of all that bullshit because the fact that you've gotten to a point where you can identify the sound wave of the um is concerning. That's when you know we use um too much. But we've been doing this for how long? And I've been editing it since day one. Over two years. But again- the fact that we're at that stage where ums and ahs are just common occurrences. We should be at a stage now we are so articulate and so enunciating in terms of what we talk about that we but, shouldn't have the problem But we're that. not. We're stuttering dogs. Because you're a big dumb fuck. There we go. Case in point. Yeah, but I'm not a dumb fuck. You <laughs> oh, are. Oh, really? You are. Oh, really? I'm acting like a five-year-old. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Especially uh, tiptoeing. 
through the gardens of the willow tree. Um, But what I was going to point out was I know initially we had a little bit of a grievance about the size comparison initially. Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. <coughs> After kind of, I think I must have missed in the movie when they were saying how Kong had that it was big right spurt sort of thing. Mm. I think I wasn't paying attention. That's why I missed it. What's new? You're but on your phone. At the same probably. time, like, I was just going off the size comparison of how big Godzilla was in King of Monsters. Yeah. Like, he was fucking gigantic. Fuck. Like, I'm talking like making skyscrapers look pretty. I know that was horrible, <sighs> but making them look like pretty small, right? Yeah. And then Kong's matched that now. Like, wait, what? Yeah. No, there was a bit of exponential His growth. His origin when he was fucking on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. Okay? Like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. But nah. he'd grown over time. That's what that kind of story that was alluding to. Yes. That quickly? Yes. Yes. Fucked. Um, but that, that part I didn't like. Okay. Well, that's fair But enough. you know what? They had to do it as much It'd as- There'd be no comparison then. As much as you hate it, it, they had to do it as a plot device. You're a fucking plot device. You, you know they had to. Yeah, I know. To I make know. it I'm on not, equal footing with it. Godzilla, you had to get him to the same size. There wouldn't size. be a movie if they weren't able to create the same size. Godzilla yeah. would flick him like a pea. Pretty much. Well, he'd flick him like he did when he was in the water at the start. Yeah. Going through the battleships. He was just swimming and just ripping them in half with his back scales. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. I loved that display of power. That, that initial- awesome. That initial scene was really, really good. Oh, I, I was frothing. It kind of built an understanding of kind of what the relationship was like between Kong and then the humans. Yeah. But then, okay, well, it's us against Godzilla, basically. So, mm-hmm. you know, setting that up was kind of, okay, we're in for a big fight when mm-hmm. Kong gets on land and we get to see the opportunity of them go yeah. at it toe-to-toe. Because you have that fight on the sea. It's like, well, what do you expect Kong to do? Like, he can't do much. He's at a disadvantage mm-hmm. on the on open sea. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to get his ass kicked. Look, he made the most of what he could, but, yeah, but you know, he still got, got his ringed. Ass ringed. Mm, ringed. On a, god, on a godly scale. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, look, I just, I just loved how they depicted Godzilla in that opening scene. That was how, so how did you fun. feel about Godzilla's actual design? I liked it. Yeah. I know. I, think, I read I think critical reviews of the, issues with it. I feel like the design-wise was fine. Was that a cowboy moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. A foil. A foil. <laughs> yeah. I feel like... <laughs> I can't hell. stop thinking of it now. A foil. A foil. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to roll with go, it. Go, go, go. A foil. <laughs> that the design of Godzilla I liked. Yeah. Because if anything, they just made him a bit bulkier yeah. compared to God of Monsters. Sorry, King of Monsters. My apologies. But I feel that the texture of that they used for Godzilla for his scales made him look a bit too much like Ashfell. Yeah, it okay. looked like he was made of like basically asphalt road. Yeah, like, I can yeah. see where you're getting at. Um, I did like the head structure of him though, like the way his eyes were when he pops his head out the water to look at and see whether the boats were moving or Kong was still alive. Europe. And it's just that front on angle that they have for him. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, you are a boss. Mm-hmm. You are an absolute boss. And you can just tell it's. I, I, they said it so many times to the movie, but oh. it literally is the case in point when he does that. Mm. It's just. The way that you would see that an apex predator move in its yeah, natural environment, hundred percent. Like it's just so fucking. And cool. see, the thing with Godzilla is it, everything is his environment. Mm-hmm. He can make everything work for him. Yeah. So you know he is the big bad at the end of the day. Thanks no straight, one always will be. And yeah, exactly. Like I think going up against Ghidorah and all that in the old one. Yeah. You just kind of see he's not there to mess around. No. Like he'll fuck you up. Well, 
like we saw the f- when Godzilla and Kong were going up against each other, like just the two of them. Yeah. Like, okay, Kong had his moments where he, he was kind of having advantage in the fight. Yeah. You know, but as soon as Godzilla flipped the switch. He just flexed his muscles a little bit. Absolutely fucked on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think even the point when he had him on the ground and was stamping on his chest, sort of like kind of grinding his foot yeah. into his chest, like that. If that's not an assertion of dominance, yeah, I don't know what is. Oh, absolutely, that's fucking baller. Um, how did you feel about kind of the introduction and the design of Mecha Godzilla? Design-wise, I didn't hate. I thought it was a pretty decent design, mm-hmm. personally. Especially a lot better than any other design that ever came out for Mecha Godzilla. Basically, all the other ones that come to mind all looked like remember like the really, really old school toy robots? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Was it like a really shitty version of a dinosaur from Power Rangers? Come from like a more Japanese influence though, like the designs? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. Definitely. So that'd be the first time that American production has kind of come up. I think it still had a very Japanese element to it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was it almost had that like that kind of Pacific Rim kind of feel, yeah, like a that, Jaeger that's, style. That's the vibe that I got. Right? Yeah. Which it's it's good because like it that. works. Yeah, and, and I like Pacific great. Rim, so Yeah, but they still at least they still made him look like Godzilla. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you need an apex predator, but then why do you have to make a giant robot look like Godzilla? You could have made it look like anything. But why didn't you make it look like a man? For but Godzilla, like, like you want the apex predator? Why would why wouldn't you want the, the big apex predator that you've created look like a human that you're trying to represent? Yeah, I know, but you I think I mean? it was like but, uh, they realised that he is the king. Yeah, but then that's really nitpicking. Uh, like, yeah, I'm nitpicking that's, here. That's like, that's absolutely. not even. Not even a qualm with the nah, movie. It's like, nah. oh, fuck, whatever. It doesn't yeah. really matter too much, but it's like, it's there. Yeah. Um, I did like the introduction of it, though. Like, I thought it just added a, a nice little element. Because, like, if it had been just a Kong Godzilla fight, the fight was good for them, too. Like, oh, I loved yeah. it. But having that where they also are required to team up, I like that little, I don't know, just yeah, yeah, little twist there. I didn't expect it. And it was good. But at the same time, like, after they had their fight and kind of, like, Kong's shown kind of the respect to Godzilla. Yeah. And Godzilla's kind of given him, like, the nod and sort of turns away to, to, like, to fuck off going, yeah, I won. Yeah. You know I'm the boss. Yeah. If it had ended there, I still would have been happy. Yeah, same. Like, I would have been, like, satisfied with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. That's yeah. good. No, That's I'm, I'm agreeance with that. Because um, I don't think... Like, I know you had a bit of an issue with the back and forward between stories. Because if it, like, when they were focusing on the kind of, I guess, like the other characters in the story, like yep. their little side story sort of thing, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care what you're doing. I don't care what's going on on your side of it. I know that that side was feeding into basically us finding out about Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Right. But I felt like there was a bit too much of that. And I was just like, I don't care. I don't care. There was that one scene where you broke into the lab and you stumbled across it and there he was. Yeah. That would have been enough. Yeah, okay. All the shit that came before him, like, I don't care. You went all this way to find this dude that was on a secret project and now he's in hiding because he thinks the government's after him. And like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And I think they kind of initiated that with the idea or the intention in mind to really kind of just give us a human side to the story because obviously if it had just been you know, Kong and Godzilla and fighting, it really wouldn't have qualified for much of a movie. Uh, You think? I'm telling you right now, because the critics would have ripped it apart. 
but they're going to rip it apart anyway. No, and but the at thing the end is, of the day, it, it's Godzilla versus Kong. It didn't it's get not, bad reviews. It's not made to be a critically acclaimed no. film with stellar story and amazing acting and that sort of shit. No, and you look, watch it for the basically what I said at the start. You watch it to see some fucking epic monster fights. Yeah, That's all absolutely. That is all you want out of it, absolutely. So who cares? Um, but I know initially I. Like, like, I was in agreement with you about the idea that if they had have done, like, a nice little segue and introduction into kind of the Mecha Godzilla project, yeah, sweet. That little backstory stuff at the start, I'm like, I, I don't really need this. Yeah. I think if there had been some kind of conversational thing that took place between Millie Bobby Brown and her dad and about, oh, okay, well, I'm here now. There's something going on. This is sus. Yeah. And him going, all right, well, let me look into that. And then it's like, oh, I felt that makes that sense. would have been better. So it just would have simplified that. Like it was unnecessary a lot of that back and yeah, forth. Yeah, exactly. And like I, I think they would have had that intention in mind as well. That you know we've got this other story going for people to yearn for. Oh, I want more. I want more of Godzilla. Yeah, and that. that's true. So yeah. I get the intentions, but and you it, know what? I don't think it worked out. You mentioned that, and and yeah, that actually resonates because mm. that's how I was feeling when I was watching it. I'm like. Can't hurry this shit up. Yeah. I see them Kong and Zilla again. Come on! And built a little bit of anticipation it for did. seeing the fights. It did. So it did. I kind of get it, but you know, I think a little bit of it was a, a nuisance at the start. It was just kind of unnecessary dialogue. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, looking at it, standing back and kind of you know the movie for what it is. Like you said, it's not a, a movie you sit there and you try and critique and break it down. It's none of that. It's just no, kind no. of, hey, let's admire. It was good fight sequences. Exactly. It was just, it was good fun. Yes. The and, movie and was just fun. 100%. And I think that's the sole intention of those kinds of movies. Definitely. Because I know I loved King of Monsters. Yeah, me too. That was, that was amazing. That was so good. The one downside I had with this movie, I didn't like his roar. Godzilla's or not? Kong's? Godzilla's. Because it didn't resonate with me like the last one where he's got that, like that, where they drown it out and that uh, hollow valley sound. Right, they kind of made it sound a bit more shallow. And yeah. And it was sort of kind of cut off. Like scarier. This, this one was like a, a oh, the, Godzilla oh, the previous one was scarier. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I didn't yeah. get that vibe with this one. So no, that's just me. I didn't really notice it. Yeah. Honest. No, that was the first thing. Cause that's what I loved about the first two Godzillas, the sounds yeah. that he made. Yeah. Um, but what they really got so accurate with this one was when the buildup of when it's of coming up, his oh, back. That's, I was that just sound. about to mention that, but just that little start of that. Yes, it's coming. Yes, yes. Like, oh. And just the lighting up of the scales is going up his spine. Like, Do you oh. remember in the last couple, did his eyes turn blue? King of Monsters, it did. It did. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because I, I don't remember the, the dis- first one. I'm pretty sure King of Monsters, it did, though. I don't have the distinct impression that I remember seeing that. Well, even if it didn't, I proof. Oh, yeah, I, I really liked, liked it. it. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sick. Very, very cool. Oh. But I think one thing that, I guess, shit me as well, the whole, I guess, Mecha Godzilla getting its own consciousness. Yeah. No. Like, I was trying to, I was trying to think like, wait a minute. Did the consciousness of King Ghidorah. No. Come through the skull and then take over the bot. That's why the dude got disconnected from it. No. I'm thinking like, that's really dumb if that no, was. No, it wasn't. If that's what happened. Like, really? Like, come on. That's no. just fucking stupid. No, it wasn't. Um, that red thing that was being housed in the warehouse at the start that Godzilla went after, that initially- That core? Yeah. Um, that had nothing to do with King Ghidorah. Yeah, but the the pilot that was 
Yeah. Like that was using Mega Yeah, Godzilla. the Japanese guy, yeah. It, it was wired to one of Ghidorah's skulls. That skull he was sitting in was one of King Ghidorah's skulls. Yes, but I don't think it was actual the sentience of King Ghidorah itself. I think it was just that they were using as an entity to be able to create that sense of being woke. Uh, I don't know. I know, it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's hard to no, tell. They didn't really give too much detail. Look, I hope, I hope that you're right, because I think that suits it a lot more. <laughs> but if literally it was just King Ghidorah's consciousness that took over the Mega Gods, oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I, I don't like that at all. No. And, <laughs> and another one, uh, the, the, the leader of Apex. Um, the, the Basically, the foe the, Maxwell the Lord. Pseudo guy. The, no, the, the, the fucking... The guy that pretty much was like Pedro Pascal from Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. What about him? Shit character. A relevant part. Yeah. Just like, what was the point of him being there? Because you think about it. Just to gloat. All the scenes that he was in, there was really, he had no bearing on anything. The only bearing he had was originally convincing, I don't remember the main actor's name, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah. Convincing him to get back onto the project. Oh, wait. Apex, not Monarch. No. Oh, sorry. I, I've got an issue with the Monarch guy as yeah, well. Yeah, he was useless. Yeah. There's no point in being in the yeah. story at all. But the dude from Apex, it's like, other than coercing coercing the dude to jump onto the project to get this whole thing yeah. fucking started, you serve no purpose apart from just being the stereotypical bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. Like, you just you needed someone to hate. Like, but, yeah, and it didn't even give you time you did the, to hate him either. You, you didn't give the time to hate him, and then you gave him the kind of simple explanation like, we need to have an apex predator. We can't, like, we need someone to protect humanity. Yeah. I'm not relying on monsters to do so. So you gave him that kind of, that relatable connection as to why he did the things he did. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay, you're not that bad after all. And you're like, just, you're just misguided. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, so you're not really a bad guy anyway. So why are you here? And even his daughter, like, fuck off. You, uh, but you're I, a waste I called of space. it though. I called it. Oh, that she was going to die. Yeah. I'm like, yep, she's so dead. Oh. So dead. And it couldn't have been in a better way. Yeah. It's like, shoot the monkey. Yeah. yeah of course, what's going to happen when you shoot the monkey? Yeah. He grabs you and squishes you. Yep. Fucking dumb bitch. Um, I did like the little <laughs> fucking dumb bitch. Well, that just escalates. <laughs> um, I did like the performance of the little girl though. I think she was the, a nice girl. Yeah, I think she was a nice yeah. touch to bringing that humanity side to Kong and keeping him grounded. I wouldn't say the hum- the humane side, I think more the innocence. Cuz to me she just represented just just pure innocence. Like doesn't know what's going on in the, in the wider world outside, only cares about the well-being of Kong. Yeah. That's all she gives a fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, yeah, so yeah. just that kind of relationship, like, yeah, that's that's a nice juxtaposition there. It was. It was. She's a doll. Like, you know, it's hard not to like her as a character. But you know what? <laughs> the one thing that was kind of dumb, they kept putting that fake one tear. Yeah, well, she probably doesn't time. know how to cry yet. No, no I, I get that. Someone should have punched her square in the forehead Ooh. just to make her, like, more believable in the scene. Oh, God. Is that too extreme? A little bit. Slightly. She's not Danny. <laughs> Fuck off in traffic, you <laughs> fucking useless prick. I'll push you. You don't deserve to be here. For those of our newer listeners, if you don't understand that reference, go listen to our episode on Rumble in the Bronx. All will be explained. Oh, he deserved everything oh he my got. God, he, did he, sh- he should have gotten more. Do you know? Okay, so the movie uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah. So you know when Jean Claude Van Damme 
wraps um, the young kid's teacher up in the ropes and then starts laying into him. Yeah. I wish Jean-Claude did that to Danny in his chair. <laughs> That's what he deserves. I was wondering where you were going yeah, with this. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I was what? heading down that path. And then once they're done doing that, I want Jean-Claude to roll him out into the traffic and leave him But be. why Jean-Claude? Because it just makes the moment more poetic for me. <laughs> why? Because Jean-Claude looked like a fuckwit. No <laughs> retreat, no surrender. <laughs> he looked horrible in that movie. But I'm not going to reflect on that oh movie right God. now. We've just covered Rumble in the Bronx and No Retreat, No Surrender. No. We're regressing too far backwards. Just a bit. Yeah. Just a tiny, tiny bit. Um, what was I even... Uh, about the little girl. Yeah, yeah. punching her in the forehead. No, I'm not uh, No. But... Overall, when you think about it, apart from Kong and Godzilla, I think there's maybe two or three characters in that movie that had relevance. Yep. You could have cut everything else out. Definitely. Honestly. Definitely. It could have been like a Jurassic Park kind of feel where you had like your four or five central characters. Leave it at that. Don't incorporate anyone else. The rest of the monsters and dinosaurs. Exactly right. Um, and that's why do you think Jurassic Park was so successful? There you go. Because the we right had formula. characters, we understood them, we knew what their purpose was, and then we had dinosaurs. Yep. You know, what else did it they It worked. Yeah. It just, it worked. Yeah. And that that's, you know, when you think about it, that's always been the formula, especially for those kinds of shows. Even the original Godzilla with uh, Matthew Broderick. The original? Well, one of the remakes. One of the remakes. Yeah. Um, that holds a special place in my heart, that one. Absolutely. Because- I don't know about you, but that was my first exposure to Godzilla. Uh, I hadn't yeah. seen anything of Godzilla before that movie. Not in live action, I don't think I did. I didn't see it in any way, shape, I, or I, I saw a little bit of it in cartoons, but mm. um, I never got a full grasp of it in no, live action. But that movie, yeah. like that was especially, I still remember seeing it at the cinemas for the first time. Yeah. And just how big a scale that movie was mm. and being, well, when it came out in 97, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say 97. So, being seven years old and seeing something like that in the movies, like, holy crap. Yeah. That is fucking gigantic. And it's, it's, so, it's such a such a grand scale story. Yeah. Fuck. And it's been a really nice evolution in terms of Godzilla's character over the course of those movies because mm-hmm. I think now they've gotten to a stage where, you know, one of the things that was I had a bit of a qualm with when Godzilla started running, I feel like it's elephant hooves. Like, as he started running, his feet looked like elephant feet. They, they were elephant feet. And I was like, feet, oh, like- he's just got cankles. That, he, he does, though. I know. He really does. It's not flattering. No. Like, Godzilla, go work on your calves at the gym, bro. Oh, I also noticed that, like, I think, I don't know if I, if he had done it in the previous movies, but I did mention when he was fighting Kong, after he kind of got knocked down and was getting back up, but he kind of started to sort of walk around on all fours. Yeah. I it, hadn't seen no, him do he, that before. He hadn't. He and hadn't. that looked cool. But he really never got knocked on his ass as bad as what Kong did. That's true. So that's, that's probably true. the only thing. Um, because, yeah, I I found it that he was just as agile on all fours. As but he wasn't he was on all on fours two. for very long. No, no. Like, but he got a bit of pace cut. with it. Yeah, he, did, he got moving pretty quick when he was on all fours. He got moving pretty quick. He's such an asshole. We've gone from cowboy to lebo, so you're a lebo cowboy. Oh. oh, imagine what one of those would look like. Yeah, and then you with your stuttery that 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 that. Yeah. I haven't done it. That, yes, that, you that, did. That. When oh, I let it slide, you should have called it out. I need to know when I fuck up. Oh, don't worry, you'll hear it. Because I point yours out. You'll hear it. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> but yeah, like all fours. I thought that was very cool. Yes, definitely. Uh, so out of ten, like, what would you grade it? As a monster flick. 
Let, let's look at primarily for entertainment value first. Entertainment value, I'd give it like an eight and a half to a nine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Entertainment, like I was, I was entertained. You were, you were engrossed in it, making noises. Throughout. When, when it was the scenes with the monster fights, I was balls deep in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was in, right? I was hooked in. I was focused. Like that's it. I'm fucking. I'm paying attention. Yeah. But during the scenes where there wasn't, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not really paying attention. I'm bored now. So, yeah, probably, yeah. So, what we can ascertain from that is that you have the attention span of a monkey. No. (laughs) No, I'll pay attention to things that- No pun intended that we watch Kong. Yeah, yeah. But I do kind of look like Kong. You do. Like, even the way he scratched his ass, you do in the same way. You get a slight little right-left Who doesn't? But he was scratching his cheek. He wasn't in between the cheek. Who goes in between the cheek? Sometimes I have to. Yeah, because you've got- Crohn's. Problems. Mm. Yeah. I've got scarred tissue in my cheeks. And metal plates. Yeah. You're a cyborg. I am. I was in- I You're was the world's shittest cyborg. I was a stand-in for fucking Ray Fisher. <laughs> you were the world's shittest cyborg. Yeah. I was in Universal <laughs> Soldier 7. Oh. That's how bad I was. God. They were bad movies. Oh, no. They, and yet, on Tony's Plex- he manages to find every single horrible Van Damme movie that was ever made. Something like Black King. Black or Eagle. Shit, whatever it was. Black Eagle. It just looked horrendous. And I'm like, is this the quality that we're getting on Tony's Plex movies? I was like, this is concerning. But you'd, I think that's the kind of movie you'd watch for a laugh. You, I would have to be stoned, drunk, or just in the dumbest mood of my life. Which to is watch the majority that. of the time. I'm not stoned. Not stoned or drunk, just really dumb. Yeah, it's what happens when I get Uh, near uh, you. Did you you have a stroke? You were having a stroke just a second ago. (laughs) Okay, we're regressing here, please, because this is heading down a path of dumbness. Pull it back. This is what you bring out in me. What? Sorry, I nearly just threw up in my mouth. What's new? Mm. Oh, delicious. <laughs> mm, who wants omelette? Oh, no. <laughs> who wants cokey omelette? Oh, no. Especially not with a side of blue vein cheese. Oh, oh. Not again. Oh, it's still coming. Oh, oh it's so yummy. Dis- Do you want to taste? No. Mm. Disgusting. You're disgusting. Um, <laughs> okay, so entertainment we've covered. Right, what about for you? For me, I would probably say seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of like the story itself, All right, well, let's say, how about as far as a rating for as a movie, as a movie, probably five. Yeah. I'm on that. Cause I think three of it carry not like three points, definitely for the fights Two, four, just being a movie. Yeah. Like I can't really exactly. give it anything like else. It look, it, it was made for a specific purpose. It wasn't meant to be a stellar Academy Award winning film. No, no. It was you, made to show some, re- some really nice special effects and some fucking cool monster fights. Absolutely. That's all it was made to do, yeah. which I thought it succeeded extremely well. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Do you have any other take on it? In, in what regard? Well, is there anything else that stood out for you? Because I think I've covered all my bases of what I think. No, pretty much I've covered everything as well. Like That's mostly what I can think of with that film. Like, I'm... Still, yeah, you don't need to talk I us to I still feel positive about the film. Yes, like, absolutely. I, still, I don't feel like I've wasted my time watching going, oh my God, I can't believe I've wasted my time with that shit. Also, you know, it wasn't those- a Wonder Woman 84 situation no. where I couldn't get those two hours no, back. No, that never. That was like, I would watch that again. 
I was just about to say, it's one of those things that if you were bored, you didn't know what to do, you could chuck that movie on. And it falls into that same category for me as Pacific Rim. I'm always happy to watch that again. Yeah, but I feel like I would grab a, yeah, yeah, gravitate. Yeah. yeah. I would gravitate more towards Zilla versus Kong as opposed to Pacific Rim. I don't know why. No, that's fair enough. I like, feel like I, just I would always pick that Pacific up first Rim. before watching Pacific Rim again. Yeah, I don't no, know. That's fine. Um, and that's not to say I don't like Pacific Rim because I do. Yeah. Like I, quite clearly, if you listen to the episodes, I did like Correct. It. It's just this I found was Yeah, no, that's understandable. Um, oh, just, oh, just raised a point there. Imagine if the next series of movies, mm. they cross the two over. Pacific Rim and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, that would be that very, would be very so cool. fucking cool. It, oh, my God. That'd be a really cool segue into it. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Especially after the events of just of what just happened. All right, we can't make a, an AI control. Let's bring the Jaegers in. Let's bring the AI. Oh, my God. There's a hidden program that they've been working on in the Arctic. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think we need to propose oh, that to the production that company. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah, it'd be a perfect segue for it. Oh, but, hells yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. No. So, yeah, if you guys haven't done so already, have go watch it. It's, yeah, I it's, think- It's a good flick. Absolutely. If you just want some nice light entertainment, I would 100% go for it. Or even if you just like seeing monsters fight. Yeah. It's if you just a good are a brain dead fuck. Great and destruction. you don't need to be stimulated much. Oh, the destruction of the city of- well, it was Hong Kong, wasn't it? Yeah. And you think about oh how many people God. would have fucking died. Yeah. Mass, pretty much mass genocide at that point. Yeah. yeah. But it, you weren't thinking of that because it's just like, oh, it's a monster film. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, exactly. It's not, You're not paying attention to people's lives. No. Fuck people. No. It's not like a big sort of thing, like, let's say, like a natural disaster movie. Yeah. Where you kind of, you are thinking about that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. This is like big monsters fighting in a city. Like, you're expecting death. When you're watching all this destruction, scale. you're like, holy crap. <clears throat> it was a fight befitting of monsters of that scale. Yes, absolutely. Of course, there was going to be no city at the end of it. Nah, that was basically- And as soon as Mechagodzilla got in and did that one streak of his red bean- Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, that's 100,000 people dead. Mm. And the rest. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, all right, thanks for that. Yeah, good start. Thanks. Yeah, good start to becoming our saviour. Yeah, looking after humanity. (sighs) Go fuck yourself, (laughs) Danny. Oh, but he got fucked on. He got fucked on. Yeah, he got mauled. But I like that kind of little... Actually, it's one extra little thing. Mm. That little bit of teamwork at the end. Especially when they grabbed arms and then, like, slid him through the building. That was that sick. Was, that was cool. Yeah, really Almost like giving that. him the bum's rush, basically. Yeah. But I was more so leaning more towards when um, when Godzilla sort of notices the axe, blows his, like, his radiation beam or whatever yeah. it is onto the axe to power it up. Yeah. And then Kong fucking slices his arm yeah, off. Like, that was freaking awesome. Yeah. But then also that little bit more savagery from Kong to hit him once in the head with the axe, then sort of take out the arms and then start like literally pull his head off with his hands. Yeah. Like that was awesome. Yeah, no, it was very, it was very, very nice. Good. It was the money shot. Absolutely. So fucking good. So good. So yeah, watch it. Yes. Good film. Yes. So it's I good agree. film. So there we go. Godzilla well, vs. Kong. We did a thing. We did. We did. Yeah, I we hope did you guys stuff. really liked that one because that was very easy to talk about. Yeah. 100%. It was nice, easy flowing content. Yeah, definitely. Especially yes. when we're both in agreements. Yes. I know it's more funny when we don't agree. Yeah. Um, but this this felt good. It makes for good content and easy to listen to when there is agreements and we're articulate enough to get through an episode. Yeah. Sometimes but we still fight. Yeah, because you're a fucking big, you're a fucking big dumb bitch with a squashed tomato face. Mm. 
Yeah, you're that's an right. Apple. <laughs> what? You're an apple? apple? Yeah. <laughs> you're you just heads an apple. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes no sense you're whatsoever. You're a panda with an apple head. That's almost... That's... <sighs> you had better success when you said my head looked like a sand hill. It does. Your forehead looks like a sand hill. What? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Bullhorn, or whatever other podcast platform you use. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast, as well as the Generation Random Network Facebook page, and on YouTube at Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. Boom. There we there go. There we go. So that wraps it up for another week. Um, so we'll be back very shortly. Yes. Um, we won't be gone as long this time because something else is coming out that we've been very excited for for a long time now. Oh, yeah. So um, be on the lookout for that because we'll be hopping on that pretty damn quick. Yes. And we'll be... And yeah, so keep an eye out. And until next time, guys. Duh. Fucking duck. Duck. <laughs>